Victory 91.5. We've been proclaiming the gospel for almost 40 years, and we have our Victory yeah. Partner days next week. And so we'll be back with you. I'll get to hang with you every day next week. How's that? Yeah. First four Fridays and now every day. Yeah. Bonus points. Today, we're talking about the fall feast, and there's a lot to this. This is something that everybody can celebrate, not yeah. just... If you're Jewish, this is something that God includes everybody in. And this is the last of seven feasts. It's the the, the big one. In fact, they just call it the feast. <laughs> and so uh, if you have seven feasts and you call one the feast, that tells you everybody's pretty excited about this one. Now, I was talking about, as we left last in the last moment, that the Jews are celebrating, they're celebrating, and the only problem is that the next part that they're looking for is the Messiah to do the things he promised. But, of course, he already did a lot of those. And the biggest need they have is to actually recognize him. And this Feast of Tabernacles, I believe, is really integrated with Passover. In fact, I'll show you today uh, the number of ways it just kept blowing me away. The more I looked at it, it was like, oh, my goodness. So let's just take a step back. Passover or Pesach is the word and that's three letters in hebrew the pay the the semek and the uh the the hex sound it's a primitive root the pay was of course 5780 we talked a lot about pay it means word or breath in this case the spoken word of god jesus was called the word made flesh uh semek means to lean upon or hold up it's like a stick and to some degree but the root is part of the word for when a priest would cross his hands like an x to lay on them the head of sacrificial animal to transfer sin to it did that on yom kippur in ancient hebrew the letter s was actually an x because and that x was early on turned the other way looked exactly like a cross or a t so because greek came partly from ancient hebrew it's equivalent to the greek x today or chi which is the letter and symbol for christos christ the anointed one so the hat the ch letter the hat means change so it's a pictograph looks like a wall or a boundary that's what the word pesach or passover is so Let's talk about those walls first. What are walls that are unique to Passover? Well, you have this door covered in blood that becomes a wall that the destroyer could not enter. The Red Sea was a wall that holds back the water to let the Israelites walk through. God becomes a wall of fire to protect them from the Egyptian army. And that goes on for 40 years in a real sense where he's protecting them with that, with that cloud and fire. In Egypt, God's anointed mouthpiece was Moses. He spoke and God brought plagues. Well, we know Passover was always pointing to Jesus as the Lamb who takes away the sins of the world. Since Jesus was the Word of God and the Christ and the Passover Lamb who takes away the sins of the world, then something he said is the real essence of Pesach. Beyond the events in Egypt, what does Pesach mean? Well, just those letters, if we break it down, the spoken word of God or breath, pay by the Christ, the anointed one, brings change to a wall or a boundary, which is exactly what they're looking for. That's the whole concept of the Feast of Tabernacles. So his last statement on the cross, it is finished. To telestai is the Greek word for it. It is finished. To telestai, just one word. When he said it, the curtain door wall was forever removed between God and man. With it, he breathes his last breath, pay. His breath three days later brought resurrection into a dead body. So Pesach isn't just about the angel of death in Egypt bringing death, but about the Son of God destroying sin and death for humanity. The word Passover is all about Egypt, right? Pesach is about the kingdom of God. And we have this hope of which we can be certain change is coming because Jesus is coming and he loves his children. 
Romans 11. I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers and sisters, so that you may not be conceited. Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of the Gentiles has come in. And in this way, all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. He will turn godlessness away from Jacob. Again, Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Just a, an amazing scripture. One of the wonderful aspects of shadows and types in the study of the Old Testament is realizing that what we understand today is nothing compared to what God will reveal tomorrow if we're just waiting and listening. The giving of the word of God, for instance, on stone tablets seemed like what Pentecost was all about, and it still is to the Jews. But for us, we, we learned something else because Jesus poured out the Holy Spirit onto the new church in Acts. And then suddenly, tablets of stone were just a shadow and type of hearts of stone turned to hearts of flesh as the Holy Spirit came upon them. It turned out what seemed like a journey or exodus filled with God's amazing provision was Him once again taking us from glory to glory. And that's what we expect from Him. As the apostles prayed that morning of Pentecost, awaiting what Jesus promised, they didn't know quite what to expect. I mean, only to expect an outpouring of God upon them. Maybe he was going to give them a new revelation of these ancient scriptures. But instead, instant, the Holy Spirit fire fell on them, and they began speaking in languages they did not know. Joy filled them like never before, and courage and boldness soared within them. The same God the Israelites refused to marry at Sinai didn't wait for rejection. But this time, the risen Messiah consummated that wedding on the Pentecost morning by coming in to dwell in them and releasing his power. Technically, it was just the wedding ring. But when the three pilgrimage feasts are seen as one three-part Exodus feast, everything starts to come into focus from the Garden of Eden to the Garden in Paradise. From Moses leaving behind homes in Egypt smeared with blood of the Pesach lamb as they miraculously crossed the divided sea to John baptizing Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. It's just so many things that swirl around until you see them right. And we're going to go out of Egypt next, and that's where we're going to tie it all together and what I believe give you an answer to what exactly this whole tabernacle thing is about. And later today, you can get on the More Music app, you can go to the podcast, you'll see a podcast called Numbering Our Days. That's right. And then you can also access that through victory.radio, and you can check out the blog for all the notes. And just a side note, because we get these questions asked, you know, the More Music app, sometimes it struggles. Different Android phones, they have difficulty with it. You're calling out Android uh, users. I am calling out it. Well, you know <laughs> what? The thing is, it's that there's a million phones, and they all have different qualities. So it's hard to update that properly. <laughs> but here's what we did for you. Uh, on our website, uh, victory.radio, there is a whole podcast section. If you open up a browser on your Android or any phone, it pulls it up just like that more music app, except it's actually got some more bells and whistles. And you can listen to the podcast on your Android phone that way. Through the browser. Instead of using the more music app. Yeah, through the browser and it'll work and function just perfect for you. There you go. There you go. Bonus points there for you. (laughs)